Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis, a Catholic podcast that explores topics within the Catholic faith to help us deepen our spiritual lives, own our relationship with the Lord, and strengthen His church. Hello and welcome to the Clumsy Theosis podcast. My name is Rochelle Lucero and I am your host. Today's topic is one that I have received quite a few messages about over the last two years. So if you have any questions about the faith, please do not be shy to message me. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Clumsy Theosis. Message me there with any of your questions. I always respond. And sometimes your questions end up becoming an individual episode because I believe that what you're asking is something that can benefit the rest of the church. So that's what we're doing today. Today's topic is life versus, not life forces. This is not about Star Wars, people. Life versus, as in verses from the Bible. But first, a word from our sponsors. Just kidding. We don't have any sponsors here at Clumsy Theosis. Here we have patrons. Patrons are listeners just like yourself who have found that the Clumsy Theosis podcast has filled an important gap in their Catholic education or has helped them to continually grow and learn more about the faith, or it's maybe offered them some guidance that has improved their spiritual prayer lives, or even it's just given them the weekly shot of encouragement to believe that God wants them to become a saint and that they can do that with his grace. If that sounds familiar to you, if you fit in any of those categories, I'm asking you if you would pray about becoming a patron and financially supporting Clumsy Theosis. You can donate $1, $5, 10, 25, 50, 100, 200, sky's the limit. You can donate however much you would like monthly because the donations that patrons give to Clumsy Theosis are what keep this ministry alive. And I hope someday soon that your donations will help this ministry to thrive and branch out to offer the good news of Catholicism through different forms of media, such as videos and spiritual aids, written spiritual aids, and uh, digitally downloadable spiritual aids, and even books. Plus, depending on your giving level, you get exclusive merchandise and resources from me. So, after you prayerfully consider this, please visit clumsytheosis.net and then click the word donate in the menu if you would like to donate and become a patron. Or there's a link down in the show notes that will link you directly to our Patreon page that will explain all of the giving levels, what you get in return, and how it all works. Plus, if you have questions, you can always just reach out and ask me, and I'm more than happy to answer your questions. But back to life verses. What is a life verse? What is it supposed to do? How do you get one? And how long do you have to keep it? And do you even need to have one? All of these are great questions that I have received from listeners, and I'm going to answer all of them today on this episode. But as we go along today, keep this in mind. This is from the Catechism. The Catechism says that sacred scripture is the speech of God as it is put down in writing under the breath of the Holy Spirit. And this is Catechism paragraph 81. And when I hear that, I'm just like, dude, the written breath of the Holy Spirit. That is some pretty powerful stuff. Now, with that in mind... A life verse is a verse, or verses in my case, from scripture that speaks deeply to your spirit as if God himself has spoken that word directly to you. And it just resonates within your soul in a very 
powerful, personal way. Now, the purpose of a life verse is to ground you in God's truth so that you can fix your mind and your heart on the things above. In my personal experience and in those of some of my friends who have shared their experiences with me, having a life verse can be kind of like the linchpin to interior freedom when you feel that you have been bound up. And as I say that, I I realize how deep that sounds. I never really realized I thought of it in those terms. But when you're being bound up by the lies of the world, your life verse will bring you freedom. Lies like when you think that things are hopeless or that you're in trouble and there's no way out or even the lies of negative self-talk, you know, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, whatever it is, you know, those negative things that you say to yourself or even if you're just feeling discouraged, right? That is what the life verse is supposed to do. It helps you to move your heart and your mind beyond your earthly cares and to focus on God's truth. So yeah, I think they're really great to have. So how do you get one? There are two ways in my experience to come across a life verse. The first way is that you might already actually have a life verse. Okay, so think about it. Is there a scripture verse that seems to be stalking you? You see it everywhere. You hear it everywhere. It might even pop into your head at what might seem like quote unquote random times, but those random times seem to be the best and most poignant times for that verse to pop into your head. And maybe you don't remember it word for word, but you think of it in terms of like the theme or the gist of the verse. And whenever you think of this verse or you see it and you encounter it in any way, there's a particular resonance in your soul. Like you feel the Lord is in it and he is in you in a very powerful way in that moment. You know, you feel his peace, his power, his love or anything like that. If that's your experience, then odds are that is your life verse. Because the Holy Spirit has been trying to communicate that verse to your spirit through all of these different ways because he knows that you need that verse. And that's how I got my life verse. I was at a prayer meeting and someone got up with a word to share with everyone who was in attendance. And it was from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And it was, I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices holy and pleasing to God for your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourself to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. And when I heard that, I just knew that that word was for me. At the time, I I didn't have time to really analyze what was said in that verse until I got late, you know, later that night when I had got home. But even just in that moment, just having, hearing it casually, hearing those words in a casual setting, I didn't realize that they were going to be for me when they were first spoken. But as they were being spoken, I felt the spirit of God rise up within me. And now the second way to get a life verse is to ask for one prayerfully ask the Lord for a life verse. And I think my more systematic listeners might appreciate this method. So here's a simple sequence that you can follow in order to come across your life verse. Now, obviously, it's going to be within a prayerful setting, right? So you're going to pray, ask yourself some questions, 
you're going to do a little bit of research, then you're going to pray again. So when you pray, you just start off and ask the Lord to lead you to your verse. Ask him, what is the truth that you want me to cling to? Like, I love that word to cling to because you do, you cling to your life verse. It helps you through the movements of your daily life. Then you ask yourself some questions prayerfully and do this with the Lord too. I mean, I think try to do everything with the Lord, but um, in this situation, especially ask the Lord to help you and write down your answers because you're going to have to look at them after you're done and look for themes and things like that. So when you ask yourself questions, you're going to examine your concerns. You're going to evaluate your habits and do some forecasting. So when you examine your concerns, ask yourself, what do I worry about the most? What do I pray about the most? What are some improvements that I would like to make within myself and within my my life and my spiritual life? Or even ask yourself, are there reminders that I need to hear frequently about the strengths that I have or who I am to God? Okay, so write those down and then evaluate your habits. What habits are you looking to improve, to break or implement in your life? Write those things down and then do a little bit of forecasting. So look forward, forecast, you know, and see if there's anything coming up that you're excited about or if there's anything coming up that you see could be challenging to you in the near future or, you know, within the foreseeable future. After you've written down all of your answers, you're going to look over them with the Lord and ask him to help you to identify any themes or repeated words. And then from there, we're going to move on to the third step, which is doing some research. And this is really simple research. You're you're just going to look up those themes or those repeated words that you found in your answers. And if you have a Bible concordance, you can use that. If you're not familiar with a Bible concordance... It's just a big like Bible index that separates all of the scripture verses by subject. But if you don't have one, don't worry, you can do this online. I like BibleGateway.com. It is great for this because in their search bar, you can enter keywords, themes, as well as scripture verses. So it's really simple. And then once you hit search, your results are going to load. And then what I love is that there's a drop down menu after your results load up. And in that drop-down menu is going to be a list of different Bible translations. So you can make sure that you choose a Catholic translation like the NAB or the RSV. And the only reason that this is really important is because Protestant translations do not have all the books of the Bible. So you are missing out on a big chunk of scripture that could include the um, the life verse that the Lord wants to speak to you. So make sure you use a Catholic translation. And if you're driving right now while you're listening to this episode or you're jogging or whatever it is, I've heard of some odd things that people do while they listen to this podcast. Whatever you're doing, I am going to link BibleGateway.com down in the show notes. I put a lot of links down there, so don't forget to check them out. So you don't have to write this down. You can just refer back to the show notes and it'll be there for you. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the fourth and final step of finding your life verse. You got to pray a little bit more. So as you read through those um, results that populate on BibleGateway.com or in your through your concordance, you're going to find some that really resonate with you more than others. 
And so you're going to take those ones to prayer and you're going to ask the Lord which one is the best one for you. And he's going to tell you and you'll know which one is the right one for you because you'll just have that gut reaction. It's the the Holy Spirit is definitely going to work within you and you're just going to know and you don't have to overthink it. And then bada bing, bada boom, there's your life verse. And then try it out for a few weeks or a month and see how it goes. And that brings me to the next question that I have been asked. How long am I supposed to keep my life verse for? Forever. The longevity is in the title. It's a life verse. Just kidding. I'm totally kidding. You're only supposed to keep it for however long it's useful to you. I know some people choose to renew their life verse every year, and that could be every calendar year, every church year, after the resurrection or Pentecost, whatever they've decided to do. I also know of some people who do this as the seasons of their life change. So say if someone is going to college or someone's graduating from college, like these are big changes, or if they're discerning a vocation, if they're discerning religious life or discerning marriage, or if they're even preparing for marriage, or they are expectant or new parents, you get the point, right? As the the seasons in their life change, they know that they need a little bit something different to help get them through, not just get them through the next season, but to help them to thrive in that season. And here's my experience with that. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 is still my fail-safe forever life verse. Well, so far in my life. But I have also experienced seasonal life verses also. Because at different points in my spiritual walk with the Lord, there have been other truths that he really needed to drive home within my mind, heart, and soul. So as I needed additional assistance or just I needed other things to be cultivated within me, those specific life verses for those seasons Those were the ones that were given to me to help me in those moments of my growth and of my walk with the Lord. And a lot of times I would usually stumble onto these when I noticed that I was starting to feel restless, when my heart was restless. Like St. Augustine says, our hearts are restless until they rest in you, Lord. And when my heart felt restless for a period of time, I mean, I absolutely hate it. I hate when my heart feels restless. I knew that I needed to go to the Lord and I needed to go to his word because we know from the catechism that we explained at the beginning of this episode, scripture is the speech of God written in the breath of the Holy Spirit. And so that's where I needed to go to rest my heart, right, in the written word. So those verses helped me through those seasons, prepared me for my mission that was coming up in those seasons, and helped me to thrive in those seasons. Now, probably the most important question that I've ever been asked about life verses is, do I need one? And my answer to that question, not to sound cryptic or anything, is why wouldn't you have one? Especially now that you know that A, sacred scripture is the speech of God as it is put down in writing under the breath of the Holy Spirit. B, that we know that the word of God is truth. And see that a life verse speaks deeply to your spirit as if God himself had spoken directly to you. I mean, come on, why don't you want to walk around with that in your spiritual back pocket all of the time? You can whip that thing out whenever you need it. 
You can whip it out when you don't know how to pray or what to pray for. You just start there, right? And then you ask what else the Lord wants to tell you about your life first and where you currently are in your walk with him. You can whip it out when your heart feels restless. You know, now that you have the words of truth that have been chosen by God specifically and personally for you to help you when your heart feels restless, why not have them with you and use them as often as possible? So if you do not have a life verse, I completely 100% encourage you to get one. Use either of the methods that I talked about today or a hybrid of the two. You know yourself, you know your prayer life. Find something that's going to work for you to help you to get one. And then once you get it, once you know what your life verse is, I would love to know what it is as well. Please share it with me and let me know how it's working for you. And that also goes for you guys who already have one. I'd still love to know what your life verse is and how it is impacting your life. And you guys can reach out to me via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Clumsy Theosis. You can send me private direct messages or you can leave comments in the posts about this episode and just be a part of the conversation. And so I'd like to ask you guys to spread the word about Clumsy Theosis. If you like this episode, would you please share it with a friend? And don't forget to check out the show notes down below. There are also a few other helpful links in the show notes for you. There's a link down in the show notes for all of my Clumsy Theosis social media accounts. There's also a link to check out Patreon and to sign up to be a supporter of the work that I'm doing here at Clumsy Theosis. And you can also join the Clumsy Theosis email list. And you can have each week's episode sent directly to your inbox every week. And in the Clumsy Theosis weekly email, I do also send exclusive spiritual aids in that email from time to time, along with breaking news of what is going on here at Clumsy Theosis. And you kind of get first dibs knowledge about new things, such as um, when I'm reopening my store and when I start doing YouTube, which is the goal in the near future, those people are going to be the first to know and the first to participate. And also, anytime I reference anything or quote scripture or the catechism or anything like that, I usually try to put that down in the show notes for you guys as well. So become friends with the show notes. There's a lot down there for you guys. All right. Until next week, everyone, be safe. You're in my prayers. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Clumsy Theosis. I'm so happy that you've been able to hang out. If you want to learn more about Clumsy Theosis, you are more than welcome to visit my website, clumsytheosis.net. From clumsytheosis.net, you will also be able to contact me if you're interested in booking me as a speaker or if you're just feeling generous and you'd like to make a donation. Remember that together we can transform the world by letting the Lord transform us.